Hey there, welcome to Authentically Raw. I'm your host, Jamie Darris. Hey, 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 I am excited to report that my new book is out and published uh, for sale on Amazon. It is called Results, Daily Planning and Self-Development. So what this entails is that, yes, you can plan your days. There's a little bit of a planner in there. It has a spot for your hourly schedule, your top priorities, like your three top priorities, the top three people you want to connect with that day. There is all kinds of mind, body, spirit assessments, success assessments, brain dumps, bucket lists, boundary check-ins, vision boards, um, like optimal self pages, which work on your habits and habit formations, habits to ditch, all that kind of stuff. We have relational self-assessments in there. It, it's got a little bit of everything. There's a quote in there every day to reflect on and a couple coaching questions to help you develop a better relationship with yourself so you can create and live a life that you love. And who doesn't want that? And if you buy a copy... If you could kindly leave a review on Amazon, I would so appreciate it. And guess what? If you leave a review, take a snapshot of it. You can email me, jamie at jamiebarris.com, and you will receive a free coaching session. It's that simple, that easy. So please, I'm just going to say it, go buy my book. I love it. I actually do it every single day, and I wrote the thing. So hey, On to today's topic. So I would like to talk about the six key ingredients to being happier. So it's January. I took uh, probably a good month off of podcasting and it felt really good and I'm really anxious to get back into it. And I want to talk about all the buzz, the January buzz that usually goes around. And I don't know if it's just me or does the talk about resolutions and goals every January feel kind of overkill and redundant to anyone else. It does a little bit to me. So it got me wondering, what's the point of our goals and our resolutions anyway? And what I think it is, is that we're all searching for happiness. We think when we reach our goals, we will be happier. And in many cases, we are. But, and this is a big but, we need to get rid of the idea that we'll only be happy when we reach our goals. That sort of thinking, I believe, is very self-sabotaging because we're basically telling ourselves that we can only be happy when we have this, when we get rid of that, when we accomplish this big thing, break that bad habit, mend this certain relationship, or when we feel or look a certain way. And it's simply not true. We have to get rid of the idea that happiness is the end product and come to the understanding that the mere act of having a goal and working towards them brings us happiness. Hence the mantra that everybody hears and talks about and says, enjoy the journey, which, yeah, I admit, sometimes we want that end product so much that we get frustrated along the way in our journey and we feel like we're not getting there fast enough, we're not having what we want, we're not feeling it. But I do believe happiness every day, just that feeling of content and happiness is found when we slow down and just enjoy our journey of of life. So although I promise this isn't going to be another New Year podcast about resolutions and goals, it is about happiness and how to invite more of it into your life. And I will say that having goals is part of it because having goals does make you happier. Why? They give you direction and a sense of purpose 
fulfillment, peace, and the feeling that you matter in what you do in your life, in this world, makes a difference. That your life has meaning and that you're making a positive impact in the world. And I think when you're working towards that, you you generally feel like a happier person. Goals also, I believe, create drive and spark our ambition by giving us something to work towards. Goals give us a purpose for existing. In essence, your goals should be driven by your purpose. So from here, let's marry those two words. We're going to marry the word goal with purpose and just kind of mesh mesh them together. And a fun fact, did you know that when you feel like your life has meaning and purpose, it helps relieve symptoms of overwhelm, anxiety, fear, stress, shame, and depression, and a whole lot of other things too. But allowing ourselves to dream and have desires and goals is a positive thing. It's having hope that good things are in your future. And the more positive things that you have in your life, the less space there is for negative stuff to creep in. There's less space for, I believe, like the self-doubt and despair and that feeling of just like hopelessness, like, oh, I can't do it. I'm, you know, I never run them out to anything. I never reach any of my goals or, you know, all that kind of stuff. But when we just have a goal that's kind of out there that we're just always chipping away and working towards, it, it gives us that sense of hope and keeps us inspired. But all that other garbage that pulls us away from happiness, I think that we can get pulled into it when we lose sight of what is that purpose. Because without personal and meaningful dreams and desires tied to what we authentically want, has to be true to us, has to be authentic to what we want, I think our lives just feel purposeless. Like we're going through the motions, just surviving. We feel stuck and stagnant and frankly, where is the joy in that? Even if things are going pretty decent in your life, right? We can all fall into that funk where we look around and think, yeah, you know, I have a lot of good things going on in my life. There's a lot of good people in my life. I have a decent job. My health is pretty decent. I mean, I'm grateful. You know, I have the cup of coffee, the warm house, and all this and that. And yet, I just, I feel blah. It reminds me, years ago, I had a friend who was in this kind of similar funk. And she said something like this to me, and it just, it always stuck. She said, basically, and this isn't a quote, but she said, you know, I kind of sometimes wonder, is this it? Like, is this as good as it gets? Because life is good, but, you know, it's like, meh. And I don't know what it is I want or need to make me feel happier. Hmm. And I wonder how many of us feel that way and how many of us feel kind of guilty for feeling that way. Because life's pretty decent. It's good. It's fine. But it's like I'm getting up. I'm going through the motions and things are meh. Am I happy? Mm, I guess. Could I be happier? Yeah. Do I know how to get it? Mm, I'm not really sure. It resonates with me. I bet it resonates with a lot of you. But think about it. It's not what we do throughout our days that doesn't have purpose. It's what it's that we don't feel driven by a purpose. I'm going to say that again because I feel like I botched my words a little bit, but I really want to hit this home. It's not what we do throughout our days doesn't have purpose. It's that we don't feel driven by a purpose. So think about it. 
Whether you're showing up at work, you're doing household chores, making meals, you're maybe raising kids, or you're just nurturing all of your relationships, your friends, your families, your neighbors, your, you know, whatever. You're paying the bills, you're running the errands, you're brushing your teeth. Everything serves a purpose, yes? And it's all mostly rooted in survival. But as human beings who feel, we are feeling beings, and we want to feel good and happy, we need to continuously be working towards something that gives us an innate sense of purpose. So we aren't just living to survive, but we're living to actually thrive, which is, to me, when you're thriving, you're happy, you're content. And we need things to work toward for that to happen. Something that gets us in that state of flow and it feels right. Like when you're in that flow, you're thinking, yeah, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This, this feels good. It feeds some void or it feeds some innate craving. But here's the thing. In order to enter that state of satisfaction, it requires us to do something. We can't expect to fill a void by sitting around. We have to take action, and I like to call it inspired action, to acquire whatever it is that we seek. And we could be seeking a feeling. It could be an achievement, a material possession, a skill, a talent. I don't know what you want, but you do. Maybe you have a three-page bucket list already, or maybe the treasures that you seek, they're buried super deep inside you, and you're not sure what you want or what your purpose is. In this world, today, in your lifetime, like whatever it is, but you feel like something is missing. That's okay too, because boom, I believe there's your first goal. Figure out what is meaningful to you and what feels purposeful, because we don't want to just go through the motions and feel blah about it. The motions are part of life. The same old humdrum, it's part of life. It's that routine, there's things we need to do, but we don't have to feel stuck in a rut over it. But I do know that anything your little heart desires is out there. It's just waiting for you to manifest because everything is. Everything. Everything is waiting for you to experience. Everything is waiting for you to feel and have if you're willing to figure out what it really is that you want and do what it takes to allow it into your life, to receive it, right? Working towards something that feels purposeful adds excitement to your life. When we approach things enthusiastically, I think we're naturally in a good mood, right? We live in that state of anticipation, like what's to come in the future. And it makes us happier right here, right now in the present moment. I truly think that's what we all crave. At least I do. It's that feeling of being content, being happy and at peace. And I think that comes with living a purposeful life. It's not about the being, you know, over the moon, doing cartwheels every day, you know, all of your life and you're missed cheerful 100% of the time, but it's that feeling of I'm good. I am happy deep down in it and within myself. I'm happy and I'm at peace with who I am. And I think the more that we tap into that purpose, like our innate purpose, we can get there. And it leads me finally, the six key ingredients of happiness. And I have summed them up in one word to make it super easy to remember. 
and ready. Should, I feel like we should do the drum roll. I guess it's too close to being off of um, Christmas. And I watched Christmas Vacation probably six times with the family. And so Ellen, you know, they're standing outside before Clark wants to plug it all in. And they're all brrrr. So anyway, okay, I, I just derailed. But anyway, to get back, the six key ingredients to happiness summed up in one word is the word vibe. V-I-B-E. And it is, okay, basically I'll say, say it this way, keep your vibe alive. And again, it doesn't mean that you have to be Mr. Mr. Happy all the time walking around like you're, you know, just enthusiastic with a smile on your face and nothing bothers you and life is so awesome all the time. That's not what this means. It's not a rah-rah pep talk about how to stay motivated or anything. So, VIBE is an easy acronym I came up with, and I've been using this over the last like maybe month or two to keep me aligned with my purpose and my goals, which remember we kind of mashed and married those two words, the purpose and goals, together, but it invites more happiness into my life. So I just wanted to share this with you. So it's as a coach, you know, we are we are definitely coached on smart goals. And that is making sure your goals are specific, they're measurable, they're achievable, you know, and you have someone else to help you stay accountable. Um, you know, they're realistic, and you can do it in a timely manner and all that kind of stuff, which is great. But so many people get caught up in having to do all of these specifics that we derail. And I feel personally when I have an acronym in my head that's easy for to re- me to remember, it just sort of naturally happens. So VIBE stands for six things, not four. It is vision, inspiration, and intuition. There's two I's. Beliefs and behavior for the B. And E is empowerment. So VIBE. All right, so I'm going to break them down. When you think of your goals and your purpose, think of this, and I believe this will keep you on track. It's working for me. So the first thing, vision. And I'm going to ask, what is your vision? What's your vision? And this part's fun. Envision yourself working towards something, anything. And I'm just going to take, I don't know, let, let's say it's January, it's, it's winter here in Michigan, you know, the sun rarely comes out maybe once a week or if, you know, if we're lucky, but let's say you feel like you've been a bit grumpy or irritable. You're just a tad stressed lately and your goal is to feel centered and calm. Close your eyes and envision yourself laughing with other people, laughing at yourself for all your quirks and especially for getting worked up about the things that aren't getting worth getting stressed or annoyed about. Picture yourself going through your day remaining calm. You're taking deep breaths and intense situations. You're slowing down and you're being patient. Have this vision in your head. Picture yourself having self-control and responding to the world around you and the people in it rather than being reactive and flying off the handle. Breaking down in tears, being passive aggressive, or allowing all this anxiety to get trapped in your body. Envision yourself at ease. See yourself smiling. Maybe you're speaking positive and encouraging words to others and yourself. You know, you you have that nice, polite tone in your house. We're not snapping at our family members, right? Because we're impatient and all of that good stuff. And another way you can get this vision in your head is to maybe see yourself taking little breaks. 
pulling yourself into the present moment. Maybe you're connecting with some other person who brings out the best in you. Or you just stop and you pause and you look out the window or you can step out into nature, but get this picture in your head. Picture yourself in places that feel restorative to you. And if you can get that picture in your head of places that feel restorative to you, I guarantee it, you're going to start to feel calmer and you'll think of more ways to remain calm. Maybe it's the mountains for you. Maybe you wanna put yourself at the beach or in the forest. Um, a bustling city might be calming to you. Or maybe the country could possibly be your couch, the bathtub, your front porch, or a friend or family member's backyard. Maybe you're all sitting around a fire together and that just brings you that sense of peace and calm and you know community. Maybe you could vision yourself, I don't know, just wherever, just being that calm person walking through your typical day. But whatever it is, you can take yourself anywhere by envisioning it, right? And once you're there, embody it, like feel it, own it. Is this a little bit meditative? Yeah, absolutely. But remember, your goal is to feel centered and calm. Okay, your purpose is to enjoy life, right? If your purpose right now is just to enjoy life, and I think that's a wonderful purpose, we don't all have to build bridges and invent the next, you know, gadget or whatever. Your purpose can be just to enjoy your life and be an enjoyable person, enjoyable person to be around. That's a fantastic goal. And I think there's an even bigger purpose, honestly, behind this goal. It's the impact that we have on other people, right? It's our ripple effect. The energy you give out is the energy you get back. If you're cranky, demanding, and stressed, that's what you'll get back in your home, work, friend groups, communities, clubs, organizations, like wherever you go, whatever you're in, you're in, even the grocery store. You give out cranky, you're probably going to get that back, right? We all know that. And I guess that's that's our vibe, right? <laughs> but maybe your purpose in life is to be a, just a source of light to others. It's to bring a sense of calm and peace wherever you go. Truly, I know a few people who always seem calm. I know people who are generally enthusiastic and upbeat. And I also know people who seem to reside in a state of we'll just say like, grr, like, I, you know, my claws are out right now, or they're just so anxious. And I know out of these people who I want to spend time with or hear who I want to steer clear of. What it, like, when you're around these people, it does bring something out in you. So be aware. What does it bring out in you? Have that vision of what kind of person do you want to be? Who do you want to be around? And get really crystal clear on that vision. But whatever your goal is, it can be anything, start envisioning yourself doing it or having it. I'm trying to think, what's the phrase? I'll believe it when I see it. Okay, so I guess my response to that is start seeing it. Next up, this is number two, the second key ingredient. So if we're going with vibe, we have two eyes. I know, it's intuition and inspiration. So we're going to start with intuition. If you want to create more happiness in your life, you must listen to your intuition. Your purpose is yours and only you can define it. 
Do not get distracted by other people's goals and think that you should go after the same things or do what they do if it doesn't truly appeal or feel right to you. That will only set you up for comparison, feeling like crap, and ultimately failure. I think we we all know that, but it is still the trap that we all fall into a lot. And it just reminds me recently, I was working with a client and we were discuss, discussing her health and fitness goals and the fact that she really just wants to increase her strength. She wants to be more active, have more energy and feel good in her own skin. It's her great goals. And I think with January and with goals, so many people have health and fitness goals and there's a million different things we can do to exercise our bodies and reach our fitness goals. But for some reason, we often get caught up in the latest fads or we do what so-and-so does because we want to look like them. You know, so maybe we start going to the gym because that's what they all do or that's what we read you have to do or statistics say, blah, blah, blah. So we go to the gym, right? We start running on the treadmill, we're lifting the dumbbells and I don't know, we're taking a hit class and it causes like these (laughs) flashbacks of eighth grade gym class and the humiliation of being the, I don't know, the out of shape kid finishing last or whatever it is. But after six weeks of being at the gym, putting us through this, you know, torture, we're tormenting ourselves, we're done. We're done. We flat out quit because we hate the exercises that we're doing. We don't even like the gym environment. We don't like the people that are there, the smell, the music, none of it. When what really appeals to us is taking long walks outside, going for hikes, playing pickleball with some friends, and I don't know, maybe doing a few push-ups and squats in your living room. But... We ha- it goes back to what drew you there anyway. Your goal is fitness and health, right? And you have to go in and ask yourself from the inside, like, why do I have this goal? What, you know, is it meaningful? Does it, is it purposeful? And you have to follow your gut to achieve it. You have to follow your intuition and do what feels right or you're going to abandon your goal and feel like crap about yourself, right? You quit the gym and then you're like, I'm done. I tried this workout thing. I hated it. Nothing, you know, I didn't get anything out of it. Blah, blah, blah. Just remember, your purpose isn't what someone else wants for you. Don't let other people impose their goals on you if it doesn't resonate. Don't don't look around and see what everybody else's goals are and think, oh, I should have that, or this or that. And should is a terrible reason. Why should you? If it doesn't resonate deep within you, forget it. Don't even start. It'll never bring you happiness. In fact, you'll wind up miserable and living a life that you hate because you're going after things that they just don't do it for you, and you're probably not going to achieve them. And if you do achieve them, it's not going to create any sort of real win or high or happiness in you. Okay, the third key ingredient for happiness in our VIBE acronym, so remember it was vision and then it was intuition and VIBE has two eyes for me. (laughs) The next one is inspiration and this one's simple and quick. Where are you getting your inspiration? Is there someone or some place that you can count on to get that hit of inspiration and keep you accountable? We need accountability partners and it has to be somebody that really can resonate with basically your goal. It's not what their goal is and you hook onto them, you know, to keep them accountable. Not at all. 
but it's our responsibility to seek it out. I mean, there's a million places we can go for inspiration. You can just go find a quote. Maybe it's inspirational music, something that pumps you up or calms you down, um, gets you in a certain mood to tackle a project or whatever it is. But I mean, all these people are out there to help us, family members, friends, find a mentor, find a coach, a therapist, a counselor, an advisor, anything. Uh, We can get our inspiration from books, podcasts, whatever it is. Find inspiration that you can use every single day to keep your vision alive, right? To keep working towards these goals. We have to be inspired. Motivation is fleeting, and so we need, it's like that, it's like a dose of dopamine is inspiration. Okay, the fourth ingredient for happiness, and it is in the vibe, it's the first B, and it is beliefs. Couple questions. Do you believe in yourself? Do you believe whatever you're seeking is possible? Do you believe you're capable? If your answer is no, you're right. If your answer is yes, you're right. I don't care if everyone in your family doesn't believe in you. Your partner doesn't believe in you, your friends, your foes. It's their beliefs, their business. It stays with them. It is not yours and mm, stealing is wrong anyway, right? You don't need to steal their belief, their bad belief about you. It's, it's wrong. It's stealing. I like to think of it that way. All that matters is that you believe in yourself. Let your purpose drive your goals. And I must add that simply believing in yourself opens the channel and acts as an invitation for happiness to reside in you. I picture a person standing there with their arms wide open, right? And just saying, I believe. It opens the channel. You are inviting Whatever it is that you want into your life, you're inviting it in. The act of just doing that puts me at peace, makes me feel calm, makes me feel like it's possible, that I'm possible, right? And I think just saying that you deserve happiness and you believe that you can be happy is huge. Try it. I deserve happiness and I believe I can be happy. Our thoughts create our reality. If you haven't heard that a thousand times before, I'll say it again. Your thoughts create your reality. So if you're cynical, critical, constantly complaining, finding excuses, I don't know, playing the victim, rehashing every way you've ever been wronged in your head or spiraling down into self-pity, you'll never be happy because you're unhappy with yourself if you're doing that. You have to monitor your thoughts. You can stop a thought dead in its tracks and think a new one. We all can. It's our choice. And we also have a choice to believe whatever we want. Your thoughts and beliefs are entirely under your control. So use them to your advantage, not your downfall, and believe you're capable of amazing things. Okay? The second B in vibe and the fourth key ingredient to happiness is your behavior. First and foremost, behave like you believe in yourself. Act confidently. Speak with confidence. If we want to feel genuinely happy, we have to do things that we enjoy. We must draw on the inspiration that we are feeding ourselves and take consistent, inspired action. Remember, 
We feel inspired when we follow our intuition and live in line with what our purpose is because our goals are born out of our innate purpose. Do you see how all these words are intertwining? But whatever it is, if you're seeking, let's say, a career advance or some career change, it first requires a change in behavior. Maybe you need further education, a brush up on some skills, or you need to be a better leader. I don't know. Maybe you need to take more initiative. Whatever it is, there's a behavior change. You have to do something. If your goal, let's say, is to form new friendships or find love or get close to your kids, it requires you to change your behavior. Maybe you're the one that starts up a conversation. You plan an outing. Maybe you decide, I'm going to be a better listener. I'm not going to be so controlling or nagging. I'm going to give a little bit more grace. I'm going to be more forgiving. I'm going to have more patience. And I'm just going to say the words, I love you or I care about you. Or, you know, you're going to be an encourager. You're changing your behavior. You're changing what you, who you are and what you do and how you act to have better relationships. Let's say you just want to eat healthier. Yep, you got to change your behavior. Maybe it's just, I want to eat more vegetables and fish. Well, saying it's one thing, go do it. Get that vision. Envision yourself eating healthy, whatever it is. And follow your intuition. What is it that you need? What sounds good? If you hate fish, don't try to eat it. Eat something else. But follow all these things. And again, maybe you're going to just cut back on alcohol or you want to quit altogether. Your behavior changed is basically summed up into two words, right? Don't drink. Okay, behavior change might require some help from others, with that said, (laughs) to keep you on track. So what else can you find? Maybe there's a support group to stop drinking, a mentor to help you advance in your career, or a personal trainer for your fitness goals, someone you trust to help you navigate your relationships. Like I said, go see a therapist, have a coach, have an advisor. Find that trusted family member or a friend to help you make permanent behavior changes. It is the best way to reach your goals and feel successful when you have somebody to help keep you accountable. Someone to maybe give advice when you are seeking it or someone you can just talk about your goals with because sometimes that just inspires us to go after it. So yes, that alone is a behavior change. And... The last, the sixth key ingredient to happiness in the last uh, letter in the acronym of VIBE, so yeah, it was V-double-I-double-B, and now E, is empowerment. So I encourage you to empower yourself by finding your power within, though. It is encouraging yourself to find your power within and keeping it. Keep your power. The fastest way to destroy your happiness is to give your power away. And unfortunately, we give it away all the time. And most of us have no idea that we're doing it. For example, let's say someone triggers us and we get defensive. We are handing our power away to them simply by going on the defense. When we justify why we did this or why we said that, we give our power away through excuses or by seeking permission just to be who we are, right? We have to justify our actions. And that's basically seeking permission. You don't need to seek permission just to be you, right? Handing your power away. When we keep pushing to prove our point or we won't quit until we prove we are right and they are wrong, we are actually giving them our power, 
they're getting us riled up, right? <laughs> when we allow other people's attitudes and emotions to dictate our attitudes and emotions, we're basically saying, you're in control of my mood. Why would you give someone that kind of power over you? I, that I'm a work in progress on that. <laughs> I'm just going to say other people's attitudes and emotions, um, it's theirs. And the fastest way to hand away your power is to join them in the emotions that you want no part of. So also when we allow other people's actions and behavior to dictate our actions and behavior, we become their little puppets, totally give our, our power away when we do that. We also give our power away when we run around people-pleasing and not acting from a pure place of generosity. Instead, when we are people-pleasers, when we're running around being a people-pleaser, we are operating not from a place of generosity and kindness. We are actually operating from a place of fear. And it is the two biggest fears is that we are we, we don't feel approved of. So we are trying to earn approval, or more so, we are trying to avoid disapproval. That is the one that usually hits home for people pleasers. We are trying to avoid disapproval, avoid people being upset. We can't stand that. Also, another way that we give our power away is when we keep silent, when we should be speaking up. Uh, we give our power away when we try to control others. Um, when we go against our values and we mesh with someone else's opinions and beliefs, when deep down we know we're going against our morals, we give people total control over our lives. That one is a big one for me. Operate your life from your values. The second you kind of mesh in with other people's opinions and beliefs that really don't resonate and aren't true to you deep down, you are handing over your entire life to, for, to someone else to have total power and control over you. Get clear on what your values are. That's another podcast. <laughs> but another way that we hand away our power is when we choose to live in the past and we just rehash all the negative, hurtful things that have been to us or said about us. We completely give our power away to all those people Every single time we think about it, every time we rehash it, we are allowing them to continue to hurt us time and time again. And we choose to stay stuck in our own pain and our own misery. And it's like we're just torturing ourselves to go through it all over again. Stop. We just, it, to me, that is one of those. We just have to stop. You have got to catch your thoughts and you have got to try to believe something different, right? It goes back up to the beliefs. But truly, probably one of the most important questions to ask yourself every day, who am I giving my power away to? Why am I giving my power away to this person? How does it make me feel? How do I want to feel? And what will I do to keep my power? This to me is the highest form of responsibility. It is choosing not to be a victim to anyone else. And every time we hand our power away, we are choosing to be a victim. Empower yourself so that someone else's unhappiness cannot steal your happiness. That's kind of the way I look at the power, power struggle too. But I do believe there is only one universal power and it does dwell inside each one of us. And we either use the power within us wisely to do good 
or we, we totally misuse the power. And I know that you know what I'm talking about there. We see a misuse of power all over the world. One thing empowerment is not. It is not having power over people. That is actually giving your power away because you're trying to control, right? Empowerment, it's, you're trying to control because you feel so or insecure. I can't say that word right now. You're feeling powerless. So you're trying to have power over people. So those people that we quote, you know, say are on power trips, they are extremely insecure. They are trying, they feel powerless. So their way of trying to feel powerful is to have power over people. Um, it doesn't work. You have to find your power from within. But empowerment is basically, I sum it up like this. It's encouraging yourself and others to be responsible for themselves. Take ownership over our lives and do great things, right? It's pumping other, pe- uh, pumping other people up and yourself. The key to your happiness, remember, is found in your purpose. And it is achieved through your your goals and it relies on you keeping your power and empowering yourself too. So I want to go back and do a quick recap of the six key ingredients spelled out in the word vibe because I want you to just think of vibe in your head all day long. Vision, intuition, inspiration, beliefs and behavior, and empowerment. And it just helps you stay focused very quickly vision. Envision the life you want. It might require you to quiet yourself and close your eyes for a few minutes each day, but whatever it is you want, have a vision. Next, follow your intuition, your gut, your inner wisdom, the Holy Spirit, your inner compass, whatever you call it. Just don't follow the crowd, please. Not what your parents want for you or what someone else demands of you. Your gut, your intuition. Inspiration, Seek daily inspiration and drink it until you're drunk. Remove yourself from the negative Nellies. And I'm not just talking about people. I'm talking about the doom and the gloom. Like the we're all as good as dead campaign that is so rampant in our world. Every time you turn on the news or just talk to anybody in general out in public, just you're done. You don't need it. That is, that is not inspiration. Stay away from it. Do not engage. Believe. Believe in yourself and choose your own beliefs. Always, like every second of the day, monitor the 60,000 thoughts that swirl through your head. Constantly be questioning your beliefs and decide whether your beliefs are helping or hurting you and accept or reject accordingly. Yes, it is within your power. You can choose your thoughts. You can choose what you believe. You do not have to believe all the crummy things in the world. And you do not have to believe your inner critic. And that, again, is another whole podcast. And then the next B, behave, the fifth element. Behave in ways that move you towards what you desire and are in line with your values. And remember, small continuous steps take you the furthest because you feed off of your own momentum. And lastly, that E is empower yourself. What more can I say? Keeping your power is empowerment and it is crucial to your happiness. So with that said, yes, talking about goals and resolutions every January, it can feel totally redundant. But 
I don't think seeking happiness ever gets old. It never gets redundant. And do whatever you can do. Keep your vibe alive and live a life that feels purposeful and meaningful and have goals because it keeps you moving towards that purpose and towards what really has meaning for you in your life. So as always, I'm rooting for you. Be real, be raw, and be authentic. Thank you so much for listening to Authentically Raw. I'd love to hear from you. Shoot me an email, jamie at jamiebarris.com and let me know what episodes resonate with you and why. Are you a people pleaser? If so, I need your help. Please, I'm writing a book about people pleasing titled The People Pleaser's Guide to Pissing People Off to improve your relationships, especially the one you have with yourself. And I'm looking for personal stories of how people pleasing has impacted your life or suck the life out of you. Maybe people-pleasing has held you back, caused you to feel resent, regret, anger, powerlessness, or just plain exhaustion. Let me know how it's impacted your life. Who knows, maybe your story will inspire my writing and grace the pages in some shape or form in this handy-dandy little guide. Also, if you enjoy the authentically raw content, please support the show by following and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. Simply scroll down through the episodes and you will see where to do so. Want to learn more about life coaching? Head over to my website, jamiebarris.com and check it out. You can also follow me on social media at jamiebarris for lots of inspiration and empowerment. One last thing, I'm rooting for you. Be real, be raw, be authentic.